0: Hi everybody, welcome to Through the Bible in a Year with Pastor John. So glad you could join me today to get a portion of God's Word. Today we're going to begin with Day 260, September 16th, Micah chapters 3-5, to Judah's Day of Triumph. Overview. Like princes, like people, Micah knows that the nation's morals can be no stronger than the nation's leaders, but prince and priest alike pervert justice oppress the helpless, and minister for bribes. For their greed and injustice, Micah declares their judgment will be dark and disgraceful. By contrast, in the last days, righteousness will be a way of life, and the afflicted will be the objects of God's special attention. Messiah will emerge from the obscurity of Bethlehem to be ruler of Israel, Five two, and executor of vengeance upon the rebellious, 5.15. Chapter 3, Rebuking False Prophets, False Peace. Chapter 4, Restoring True Religion, Kingdom of Peace. Chapter 5, Ruling Jacob's Remnant, Prince of Peace. Insight, A Familiar Refrain, Micah 4, 1-3. Verses 4, 1-3 may sound familiar. They are almost identical to Isaiah 2, 2 2-4. They both picture a time when Jerusalem will be considered the center of the world and the word of the Lord will be considered the center of life. The result is a war-torn world that comes under God's reign of peace. Insight, Prophets of Birth and Death, Micah two, Micah and Isaiah ministered at the same time and perhaps on occasion side by side to the nation of Judah. While their books are similar in style, in content, Micah is best known for his prophecy regarding the birth of Christ. Five two Isaiah for his prophecies describing both the birth Isaiah seven fourteen nine six and the death of Christ Isaiah fifty two thirteen and fifty three twelve Micah three judgment against Israel's leaders. I said, "Listen, you leaders of Israel." You are supposed to know right from wrong, but you are the very ones who hate good and love evil. You skin my people alive and tear the flesh from their bones. Yes, you eat my people's flesh, strip off their skin, and break their bones. You chop them up like meat for the cooking pot. Then you beg the Lord for help in times of trouble. Do you really expect him to answer? After all the evil you have done, he won't even look at you. This is what the Lord says. You false prophets are leading my people astray. You promise peace for those who give you food, but you declare war on those who refuse to feed you. Now the night will close around you, cutting off all your visions. Darkness will cover you, putting an end to your predictions. The sun will set for you prophets, and your day will come to an end. Then you seers will be put to shame. And you fortune tellers will be disgraced and you will cover your faces because there is no answer from God. But as for me, I am filled with power, with the spirit of the Lord. I am filled with justice and strength to boldly declare Israel's sin and rebellion. Listen to me, you leaders of Israel. You hate justice and twist all that is right. You are building Jerusalem on a foundation of murder and corruption. You rulers make decisions based on bribes. You priests teach God's laws only for a price. You prophets won't prophesy unless you are paid. Yet all of you claim to depend on the Lord. No harm can come to us, you say, for the Lord is here among us. Because of you, Mount Zion will be plowed like an open field. Jerusalem will be reduced to ruins. A thicket will grow on the heights where the temple now stands. Micah 4. The Lord's future reign. In the last days, the mountain of the Lord's house will be the highest of all, the most important place on earth. It will be raised above the other hills, and people from all over the world will stream there to worship. People from many nations will come and say, Come! Let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of Jacob's God. There he will teach us his ways, and we will walk in his paths. For the Lord's teaching will go out from Zion. His word will go out from Jerusalem. The Lord will mediate between peoples, and will settle disputes between strong nations far away. They will hammer their swords into plowshares, and their spears into pruning hooks. Nation will no longer fight against nation, nor train for war anymore. Everyone will live in peace and prosperity, enjoying their own grapevines and fig trees, for there will be nothing to fear. The Lord of heaven's armies has made this promise. Though the nations around us follow their idols, we will follow the Lord our God forever and ever. Israel's return from exile In that coming day, says the Lord, I will gather together those who are lame, those who have been exiles, and those whom I have filled with grief. Those who are weak will survive as a remnant. Those who were exiles will become a strong nation. Then I, the Lord, will rule from Jerusalem as their king forever. As for you, Jerusalem, the citadel of God's people, your royal might and power, will come back to you again. The kingship will be restored to my precious Jerusalem. But why are you now screaming in terror? Have you no king to lead you? Have your wise people all died? Pain has gripped you like a woman in childbirth, write and groan like a woman in labor, you people of Jerusalem. For now you must leave this city to live in the open country You will soon be sent in exile to distant Babylon, but the Lord will rescue you there. He will redeem you from the grip of your enemies. Now many nations have gathered against you. Let her be desecrated, they say. Let us see the destruction of Jerusalem. But they do not know the Lord's thoughts or understand his plan. These nations don't know that he is gathering them together to be beaten and trampled like sheaves of grain on a threshing floor. Rise up and crush the nations, O Jerusalem, says the Lord, for I will give you iron, horns, and bronze hoofs, so you can trample many nations to pieces. You will present their stolen riches to the Lord, their wealth to the Lord of all the earth. Micah 5 mobilize, marshal your troops, the enemy is laying siege to Jerusalem, they will strike Israel's leader in the face with a rod, a ruler from Bethlehem, but you, O Bethlehem, Ephratah, are only a small village among all the people of Judah, yet a ruler of Israel, whose origins are in the distant past, will come from you on my behalf. The people of Israel will be abandoned to their enemies until the woman in labor gives birth. And at last, his fellow countrymen will return from exile to their own land. And he will stand to lead his flock with the Lord's strength in the majesty of the name of the Lord his God. Then his people will live there undisturbed, for he will be highly honored around the world, and he will be the source of peace. When the Assyrians invade our land and break through our defenses, we will appoint seven rulers to watch over us, eight princes to lead us. They will rule Assyria with drawn swords and enter the gates of the land of Nimrod. He will rescue us from the Assyrians when they pour over the borders to invade our land, the remnant purified. Then the remnant left in Israel will take their place among the nations they will be like dew set by the Lord, or like rain falling on the grass, which no one can hold back, and no one can restrain. The remnant left in Israel will take their place among the nations. They will be like a lion among the animals of the forest, like a strong young lion among flocks of sheep and goats, pouncing and tearing as they go, with no rescuer in sight. The people of Israel will stand up to their foes and all their enemies will be wiped out. In that day, says the Lord, I will slaughter your horses and destroy your chariots. I will tear down your walls and demolish your defenses. I will put an end to all witchcraft and there will be no more fortune tellers. I will destroy all your idols and sacred pillars so you will never again worship the work of your own hands. I will abolish your idol shrines with their Asherah poles and destroy your pagan cities. I will pour out my vengeance on all the nations that refuse to obey me. My Daily Walk A good leader is someone who balances sensitivity with responsibility, has earned the confidence of others through integrity, Facilitates development in others through being a servant. Keeps hope alive in others. Using that list of definitions, spend a few extra minutes evaluating Judah's leaders. Where did they fail in their God-given assignment and why? Now add to the list of definitions one more. A leader is someone who is willing to learn from those who won't. Take a hard look at one of your personal leadership roles in the home at the office, in the dorm, at the church. Can you spot an error committed centuries ago by Judah's leaders that you are in danger of duplicating today? If your ability to lead as God intended depended on your willingness to learn from the mistakes of others, then what will you do with that insight beginning right now? Good leaders take more than their share of blame and less than their share of credit. That is so true. That's all for today, my friends. It was great reading along with you. Have a great day and keep up the good work. And God bless. And I will see you tomorrow. Lord willing, peace.